If he is engaged in devotional service, he is to be considered saintly, because he is properly situated. The most important point is that one should be properly engaged in the devotional service of the Lord, for then the Lord will excuse and purify an accidental fell down. One should, however, be most cautious to avoid such an unhappy event. SB 11.20.26 Text 26 Text Word for word meanings. Svesvet, each in his own, advikar, position, ya, which, nistha, steady practice, sah, this, guna, piety, perakurtata, is thoroughly declared, karmanam, of fruitive activities, jati, by nature, asadvanam, impure, anina, by this, nyayama, disciplinary control, krata, is established, guna, of piety, dosa, of sin, vitanina, by the rule, sanganam, of association with different types of sense gratification, tyajana, of renunciation, ikea, by the desire. Translation. It is firmly declared that the steady adherence of transcendentalists to their respective spiritual positions constitutes real piety and that sin occurs when a transcendentalist neglects his prescribed duty. One who adopts this standard of piety and sin, sincerely desiring to give up all past association with sense gratification, is able to subdue materialistic activities, which are by nature impure. PURPORT Lord Krishna here explains more clearly that those persons directly engaged in self-realization either through Jnana Yoga or Bhakti Yoga need not give up their regular duties and perform special penances to atone for an accidental fell-down. The actual purpose of Vedic literature is to direct one back home, back to Godhead, and not to encourage material sense gratification. Although the Vedas recommend innumerable rituals for promotion to heavenly planets and enjoyment of all varieties of material opulence, such materialistic rewards are meant only to engage materialistic people, who otherwise would become demoniac. To purify an accidental fell-down, one who is engaged in transcendental realization need not adopt any procedure beyond his own spiritual practice. The words Sanganam Tyajanakaya indicate that one should not practice Krishna consciousness or self-realization superficially or casually, rather, one should sincerely and earnestly desire freedom from one's past sinful life. Similarly, the words Yanistha indicate that one must constantly practice Krishna consciousness. Thus, essential piety is to give up material sense gratification and engage in the loving service of the Lord. One who engages his senses, mind and intelligence 24 hours a day in the Lord's service is the most pious person, and the Lord personally protects such a surrendered soul. SB 11.20.27 SB 11.20.28 SB 11.20.27-28 Texts 27-28 Text. Jadis Radho Madkathasu Nirvinah Sarva Karmasu Vida Dukhatmakan Kaman Paratayaj Pianis Varah Tapalbajita Man Pratas Radhalar Dradhanis Kayahju Samanis Katan Kaman Dukhadarkams Kagarhain. Word for word meanings. Jada, one who has awakened, Sradha, faith, Madkathasu, in the descriptions of my glories, Nirvinah, disgusted, Sarva, with all, Karmasu, activities, Vida, he knows, Dukha, misery, Atmakan, constituted of, common, all types of sense gratification, peritage, in the process of renouncing, happy, although, anisvara, unable, tada, due to such faith. Bajida, he should worship, ma'am, me, prita, remaining happy, sradhila, being faithful, dradha, resolute, niskaya. Conviction, jusamana, engaging in, ka, also, ten, that, common, sense gratification, dukha, misery, you darken, leading to, also, Garhain, repenting of. Translation. Having awakened faith in the narrations of my glories, being disgusted with all material activities, knowing that all sense gratification leads to misery, but still being unable to renounce all sense enjoyment, my devotee should remain happy and worship me with great faith and conviction. Even though he is sometimes engaged in sense enjoyment, my devotee knows that all sense gratification leads to a miserable result, and he sincerely repents such activities. PURPORT The beginning stage of pure devotional service is described here by the Lord. A sincere devotee has practically seen that all material activities lead only to sense gratification and all sense gratification leads only to misery. 
Thus a devotee's sincere desire is to engage 24 hours a day in the loving service of Lord Krishna without any personal motivation. The devotee sincerely desires to be established in his constitutional position as the Lord's eternal servitor, and he prays to the Lord to elevate him to this exalted position. The word anisvara indicates that because of one's past sinful activities and bad habits one may not immediately be able to completely extinguish the enjoying spirit. The Lord here encourages such a devotee not to be overly depressed or morose but to remain enthusiastic and to go on with his loving service. The word nirvana indicates that a sincere devotee, although somewhat entangled in the remnants of sense gratification, is completely disgusted with material life and under no circumstances willingly commits sinful activities. In fact, he avoids every kind of materialistic activity. The word common basically refers to sex attraction and its byproducts in the form of children, home and so forth. Within the material world, the sex impulse is so strong that even a sincere candidate in the loving service of the Lord may sometimes be disturbed by sex attraction or by lingering sentiments for wife and children. A pure devotee certainly feels spiritual affection for all living entities, including the so-called wife and children, but he knows that material bodily attraction leads to no good, for it simply entangles one and one's so-called relatives in a miserable chain reaction of fruitive activities. The word Dradhanisteya, steadfast conviction indicates that in any circumstance a devotee is completely determined to go on with his prescribed duties for Krishna. Thus he thinks, by my previous shameful life my heart is polluted with many illusory attachments. Personally I have no power to stop them. Only Lord Krishna within my heart can remove such inauspicious contamination. But whether the Lord removes such attachments immediately or lets me go on being afflicted by them, I will never give up my devotional service to him. Even if the Lord places millions of obstacles in my path, and even if because of my offenses I go to hell, I will never for a moment stop serving Lord Krishna. I am not interested in mental speculation and fruitive activities, even if Lord Brahma personally comes before me offering such engagements, I will not be even slightly interested. Although I am attached to material things I can see very clearly that they lead to no good, because they simply give me trouble and disturb my devotional service to the Lord. T. Herefore, I sincerely repent my foolish attachments to so many material things, and I am patiently awaiting Lord Krishna's mercy. The word Prita indicates that a devotee feels exactly like the son or subject of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and is very attached to his relationship with the Lord. Therefore, although sincerely lamenting occasional lapses into sense enjoyment, he never gives up his enthusiasm to serve Lord Krishna. If a devotee becomes too morose or discouraged in devotional service, he may drift into an impersonal consciousness or give up his devotional service to the Lord. Therefore, the Lord here advises that, although one should sincerely repent, he should not become chronically depressed. One should understand that because of his past sins he must occasionally suffer disturbances from the material mind and senses, but one should not therefore become a devotee of detachment, as do the speculative philosophers. Although one may desire detachment to purify one's devotional service to the Lord, if one becomes more concerned with renunciation than with acting for the pleasure of Lord Krishna, he is misunderstanding the position of loving devotional service. Faith in Lord Krishna is so powerful that in due course of time it will automatically award detachment and perfect knowledge. If one gives up Lord Krishna as the central object of one's worship and concentrates more on knowledge and detachment, one will become deviated from one's progress in going back home, back to Godhead. A sincere devotee of the Lord must be sincerely convinced that simply by the strength of devotional service and the mercy of Lord Krishna he will achieve everything auspicious in life. One must believe that Lord Krishna is all-merciful and that he is the only real goal of one's life. Such determined faith combined with a sincere desire to give up sense enjoyment will carry one past the obstacles of this world. The words Jadis Radhahmad Kathasu are most significant here. By faithful hearing of the mercy and glories of the Lord one will gradually be freed from all material desire and clearly see at every moment the utter frustration of sense gratification. Chanting the glories of the Lord with firm faith and conviction is a tremendously powerful spiritual process that enables one to give up all material association. There is actually nothing inauspicious in the devotional service of the Lord.
occasional difficulties experienced by a devotee or due to his previous material activities. On the other hand, the endeavor for sense gratification is completely inauspicious. Thus sense gratification and devotional service are directly opposed to each other. In all circumstances one should therefore remain the Lord's sincere servant, always believing in his mercy. Then one will certainly go back home, back to Godhead. SB 11.20.29 Text 29 Text Pratina Bhakti Yajina Bajato Masakran Munah Kama Hrdaya Nasayanti Sarvmei fight. Word for word meanings. Pratina, which has been described, Bhakti Yajina, by devotional service, Bajata, who is worshipping, Ma, me, a sacrat, constantly, Munah, of the sage, Kama, material desires, Hrdaya, in the heart, Nasayanti, are destroyed, Sarv, all of them, May, in the, Hrdi, when the heart, Spite, is firmly situated. Translation. When an intelligent person engages constantly in worshipping me through loving devotional service, as described by me, his heart becomes firmly situated in me. Thus all material desires within the heart are destroyed. PURPORT The material senses are engaged in gratifying the concoctions of the mind, causing many types of material desires to become prominent, one after another. One who constantly engages in the devotional service of the Lord by hearing and chanting the Lord's transcendental glories with firm faith gets relief from the harassment of material desires. By serving the Lord one becomes strengthened in the conviction that Sri Krishna is the only actual enjoyer and all others are meant to share the Lord's pleasure through devotional service. A devotee of the Lord situates Sri Krishna on a beautiful throne within his heart and there offers the Lord constant service. Just as the rising sun gradually eliminates all trace of darkness, the Lord's presence within the heart causes all material desires there to weaken and eventually disappear. The words may hardest fight. When the heart is situated in me, indicate that an advanced devotee sees Lord Krishna not only within his own heart but within the hearts of all living creatures. Thus a sincere devotee who chants and hears the glories of Sri Krishna should not be discouraged by the remnants of material desires within the heart. He should faithfully wait for the devotional process to naturally purify the heart of all contamination. SB 11.20.30 Text 30 Text Bidayat Hridaya Granthis Chidayan Sarva Samsayaksayant Kasaya Karmani Maidrastakalatmani Word for Word Meanings Bidayat Pierced, Hridaya, heart, Grantha, knots, Chidayant, cut to pieces, Sarva, all, Samsaya, misgivings, Xayant, terminated, Kas, and, Asaya, his, Karmani, chain of fruitive actions, May, when I, Drasta, am seen, Akila Atmani, as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Translation. The knot in the heart is pierced, all misgivings are cut to pieces and the chain of fruitive actions is terminated, when I am seen as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. PURPORT Hridaya Granthi indicates that one's heart is bound to illusion by false identification with the material body. One thus becomes absorbed in material sex pleasure, dreaming of innumerable combinations of male and female bodies. A person intoxicated by sex attraction cannot understand that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the reservoir of all pleasure and the Supreme Enjoyer. When a devotee achieves steadiness in devotional service, feeling transcendental pleasure at every moment in the execution of his loving service to the Lord, the knot of false identification is pierced and all his misgivings are cut to pieces. In illusion we imagine that the living entity cannot be fully satisfied without material sense gratification and speculative doubting of the absolute truth. Materialistic persons consider sense enjoyment and speculative doubting to be essential for civilized life. A pure devotee, however, realizes that Lord Krishna is an unlimited ocean of happiness and the personification of all knowledge. This realization of Lord Krishna completely eradicates the twin tendencies of sense gratification and mental speculation. Thus the chain of fruitive activities, or karma, automatically collapses, just as a fire collapses and goes out, when its fuel is removed. Advanced devotional service automatically awards one liberation from material bondage, as confirmed by Lord Kapila, Jirayati Asuyakasam Majurnamanalo Yatha. Bhakti, devotional service, dissolves the subtle body of the living entity without separate effort, just as fire in the stomach digests all that we eat. 
SB 3.25.33, Srila Prabhupada states in his purport to this verse, a devotee does not have to try separately to attain liberation. That very service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the process of liberation, because to engage oneself in the service of the Lord is to liberate oneself from material entanglement. Sri Bhavamangala Fakura explained this position very nicely. He said, if I have unflinching devotion unto the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord, then Bhakti, or liberation, serves me as my maidservant. Bhakti the maidservant is always ready to do whatever I ask. For a devotee, liberation is no problem at all. Liberation takes place without separate endeavor. SB 11.20.31 Text 31 Text Tasman Madbaktiya Tasaya Yajinove Madbatmanahnajnanam Makhavirajayam Prayahsriyo Babtaya. Word for word meanings. Tasmat, therefore, Madbaktiya Tasaya, of one who is engaged in my loving service, Yajinah, of a devotee, they, certainly, Matatmanah, whose mind is fixed in me, Mat, not, Jnanam, the cultivation of knowledge, Mat, nor, Kas, also, Virajayam, the cultivation of renunciation. Prayah, generally, Sriyah, the means of achieving perfection, Bhavat, maybe, Iha. In this world. Translation. Therefore, for a devotee engaged in my loving service, with mind fixed on me, the cultivation of knowledge and renunciation is generally not the means of achieving the highest perfection within this world. Purport. A surrendered devotee of Lord Krishna does not seek perfection through the cultivation of knowledge and renunciation outside the loving service of the Lord. Devotional service to Lord Krishna, being itself the supreme transcendental process, never depends upon the secondary methods involving the cultivation of knowledge and renunciation. By chanting and hearing the glories of the personality of Godhead a devotee automatically realizes all knowledge, and as the devotee's attachment to the Lord increases, he automatically gives up attachment for the inferior material nature. The Lord has explicitly declared in the previous verses that a devotee should not try to solve his lingering problems by means other than devotional service. Although a sincere devotee has surrendered heart and soul in loving service to the Lord, there may be lingering material attachments that prevent the devotee from perfectly realizing transcendental knowledge. Devotional service, however, will automatically eradicate such lingering attachments in due course of time. If the devotee tries to purify himself through cultivation of knowledge and renunciation, which fall outside the scope of devotional service, there is danger of his being deviated from the Lord's lotus feet and falling down completely from the transcendental path. One who endeavors for purification outside the loving service of the Lord has not actually understood the transcendental potency of Bhakti Yoga and does not appreciate the extent of Lord Krishna's mercy. Within this world one's heart is bound by sex attraction, which disturbs one's meditation on the lotus feet of Lord Krishna. Intoxicated by contact with women, the conditioned soul becomes artificially proud and forgets his loving servitude to the Lord. Through determined cultivation of knowledge and detachment, a conditioned soul may try to purify himself without the mercy of Lord Krishna, but such false pride is to be given up, just as one must give up the false pride of material attraction. When pure devotional service to the Lord is available to a conditioned soul, attraction to other processes is certainly a deviation in his devotional career. Material desire stubbornly residing within the heart can be vanquished by taking full shelter of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Without false confidence in one's own cultivation of knowledge and renunciation, one should depend fully on the mercy of Lord Krishna and at the same time strictly follow the rules and regulations of Bhakti Yoga, as instructed by the Lord Himself. SB 11.20.32 SB 11.20.33 SB 11.20.32-33 Texts 32-33 Text Yat karmadir yat tapasajnana virajayatis ke yat yajina dana dharmina sriyagi rivera rapi sarva madbakti yajina madbakto labhin jasis virgathavirgan maddama kathensid yatis vanchiti. Word for word meanings. Yat, that which is obtained, karmadir, by fruitive activities, yat, that which, tapasa, by penance, jnana, by cultivation of knowledge, virajayata, by detachment, kath, also, yat, that which is achieved, yajina, by the mystic yoga system, dana, by charity, dharmina, by religious duties, sriyagya, by processes for making life auspicious, irai, by others, happy. Indeed, 
Sarvam, all, Madbhakti Yajina, by loving service unto me, Madbhakta, my devotee, Labhit, achieves, Anjasa, easily, Svarga, promotion to heaven, Apavargam, liberation from all misery, Maddama, residence in my abode, Kathensit, somehow or other, Yadi, if, Vanchiti, he desires. Translation. Everything that can be achieved by fruitive activities, penance, knowledge, detachment, mystic yoga, charity, religious duties and all other means of perfecting life is easily achieved by my devotee through loving service unto me. If somehow or other my devotee desires promotion to heaven, liberation, or residence in my abode, he easily achieves such benedictions. PURPORT Lord Krishna here reveals the transcendental glories of devotional service to the Lord. Although pure devotees are desireless, desiring only the Lord's service, sometimes a great devotee may desire the Lord's benediction to facilitate his loving service. In the sixth canto of the Bhagavatam we find that Sri Satrakidu, a great devotee of the Lord, desired promotion to heaven, so that accompanied by the most attractive ladies of the Vidyatara planet he could beautifully chant the glories of the Lord. Similarly, Sri Sukadeva Gosvami, the great narrator of Srimad Bhagavatam, desiring to avoid entanglement in the illusory potency of the Lord, would not come out of his mother's womb. In other words, Sukadeva Gosvami desired Apavargam, or liberation from Maya, so that his devotional service would not be disturbed. Lord Krishna personally sent the illusory energy far away, so that Sukadeva Gosvami would come out of his mother's womb. Because of intense loving desire to serve the lotus feet of the Lord, a devotee may also desire promotion to the spiritual world. According to Srila Visvanathakakravarti Thakura, a devotee, having given up the independent cultivation of knowledge and detachment, may have firm faith in the devotional service of the Lord and yet remain slightly attached to the fruits of such activities. By expert fruitive activities one gains residence in material heaven, and by cultivation of detachment one is relieved of all bodily distress. If Lord Krishna detects within a devotee's heart the desire for such benedictions, the Lord can easily award them to his devotee. The word Itare in this verse indicates visiting holy places, accepting religious vows and so forth. Several auspicious processes of elevation are mentioned in the verse preceding this, but all the auspicious results of these processes are easily achieved by loving service to the Lord. Thus all devotees of the Lord, in whatever stage of advancement, should dedicate their energy exclusively to the Lord's service, as affirmed in the second canto of Srimad Bhagavatam by Sri Sukadeva Gosvami. A person who has broader intelligence, whether he be full of all material desire, without any material desire or desiring liberation, must by all means worship the Supreme Whole, the Personality of Godhead. SB 2.3.10 SB 11.20.34 Text 34 Text Nakinsit Sanhevodira Bhaktahaya Kantino Mama Vanchinti Api Maya Dadam Kavelayam Apular Bhavam Word for Word Meanings Nat, never, kinsit, anything, santava, saintly persons, dira, with deep intelligence, bhakta, devotees, hi, certainly, akantina, completely dedicated, mama, unto me, vanchanti, desire, api, indeed, maya, by me, datam, given, kavilayam, liberation, apuna, bhavam, freedom from birth and death. Translation because my devotees possess saintly behavior and deep intelligence, they completely dedicate themselves to me and do not desire anything besides me. Indeed, even if I offer them liberation from birth and death, they do not accept it. PURPORT The words Ekantino Mama indicate that the pure devotees of the Lord, being saintly and most intelligent, dedicate themselves exclusively to the devotional service of the Personality of Godhead. Even when the Lord offers them personal liberation from birth and death, the devotees will not accept it. A pure devotee automatically gains an eternal life of bliss and knowledge in the Lord's personal abode and thus considers mere liberation without the loving service of the Lord to be most abominable. One who chants Lord Krishna's holy name more superficially serves the Lord with the motive of achieving impersonal liberation or material sense gratification cannot be considered a transcendental devotee of the Lord. As long as one desires mundane religiosity, economic development, sense gratification or liberation, one cannot achieve the platform of samadhi. Or perfect self-realization. 
every living entity is actually the eternal servant of Lord Krishna and is constitutionally meant to engage in the loving service of the Lord without personal desire. This pure and supreme status of life is described in this verse by the Lord himself. SB 11.20.35 Text 35 Text Nirpexiam param pradharnisriyasam analpicum tasman nirsezo bacter nirpexasiyam ibavit. Word for word meanings. Nirpexiam, not desiring anything, except devotional service, param, the best, prata, it is said, nisriyasam, highest stage of liberation, analpicum, great, tasmat, therefore, nirasasa, of one who does not seek personal rewards, bacta, loving devotional service, nirpexasaya, of one who only sees me, me, unto me, bhavat, may rise. Translation. It is said that complete detachment is the highest stage of freedom. Therefore, one who has no personal desire and does not pursue personal rewards can achieve loving devotional service unto me. Purport. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam, 2.3.10. Akamah Sarva Kamovamoxakama Uderadhativrina Bhaktiyajina Yajita Purusamparam. A person who has broader intelligence, whether he be full of all material desire, without any material desire or desiring liberation, must by all means worship the Supreme Whole, the Personality of Godhead. In this statement by Sukadeva Gosvami, the words Tavrina Bhaktiyajina are very significant. Srila Prabhupada remarks in this regard, as the unmixed sun ray is very forceful and is therefore called Tivra, similarly, unmixed Bhakti Yoga of hearing, chanting, etc., may be performed by one and all regardless of inner motive. Undoubtedly, in this age of Kali people are generally very fallen and polluted by material lust, greed, anger, lamentation and so forth. In this age most people are Sarvakama, or full of material desires. Still we must understand that simply by taking shelter of Lord Krishna we will achieve everything in life. The living entity should not engage in any process, except the loving service of the Lord. One must accept that Lord Krishna is the reservoir of all pleasure and that only Lord Krishna within our hearts can fulfill our real desire. This simple faith that one will achieve everything by approaching Lord Krishna is the essence of all knowledge and carries even a fallen person over the painful hurdles of this difficult age. SB 11.20.36. Text 36. Text. Namai cantabactinum guna desadbhava guna sanhunam samasidinum budha paramapusum. Word for word meanings. Nat, not, may, in the, ekanta, unalloyed, bactinum, of the devotees, guna, recommended as good, dosa, forbidden as unfavorable, abhava, arising from such things, guna, piety and sin. Sanhunam, of those who are free from material hankering, Samasidam, who maintain steady spiritual consciousness in all circumstances, but eh, that which can be conceived by material intelligence, param, beyond, apusam, of those who have achieved. Translation. Material piety and sin, which arise from the good and evil of this world, cannot exist within my unalloyed devotees, who, being free from material hankering, maintain steady spiritual consciousness in all circumstances. Indeed, such devotees have achieved me, the Supreme Lord, who am beyond anything that can be conceived by material intelligence. PURPORT the words param indicate that the material modes of nature cannot be found within a pure devotee absorbed in the transcendental qualities of the Lord. In the second chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna clearly explains that a pure devotee is recognized by complete detachment from personal desire, therefore, a pure devotee constantly engaged in selfless service to Lord Krishna may not always observe the innumerable details of Vedic rituals and regulations. Such occasional negligence is not to be considered a transgression. Similarly, observance of ordinary material piety does not constitute the ultimate qualification of a soul surrendered to God. Love of Krishna and absolute surrender to the Lord's will raise one immediately to the transcendental platform, where activities performed on the Lord's behalf are absolute, being an expression of God's will. Ordinary materialistic persons sometimes falsely claim this exalted status for their whimsical, immoral activities and cause a great disturbance in society. However, just as an ordinary person should not falsely claim the executive privileges of the personal assistance of a national leader, similarly, an ordinary conditioned soul may not foolishly claim that his immoral, whimsical or speculative activities are sheltered by divine right, being the will of God. 
one must actually be a pure devotee of the Lord, empowered by the Lord himself and completely surrendered to the will of the Lord, before one may be accepted, as transcendental to ordinary piety and sin. There are cases of highly elevated devotees who momentarily fell down from the saintly platform of devotional service. The Lord instructs in Bhagavad Gita, 9.30. Api or karo bhajit a momentary fell down by a sincere devotee of the Lord cannot change the Lord's feelings toward such a person. Even an ordinary father or mother quickly excuses a momentary transgression by their child. Just as children and parents enjoy mutual love, the Lord's surrendered servants enjoy a loving relationship with the Lord. An unpremeditated, accidental fell down is quickly excused by the Lord, and all members of society must share in the Lord's own feelings, excusing such a sincere devotee. An advanced devotee should not be branded as materialistic or sinful because of accidental fell down. A devotee immediately returns to the platform of saintly service and begs the Lord's forgiveness. However, one who permanently remains in a fallen condition can no longer be accepted as a highly elevated devotee of the Lord. SB 11.20.37 Text 37 Text Evam evan maya distinanutis fentin me pathaxemam vandanti mats fenam yad brahma paramam vidha Word for word meanings. Evam, thus, Ibn, these, Maya, by me, distant, instructed, Anutisthenti, those who follow, me, me, Patha, the means of achieving, Ksemam, freedom from illusion, Vandanti, they achieve, Matsthenam, my personal abode, Yat, that which, Brahma Paramam, the absolute truth, Vida, they directly know. Translation Persons who seriously follow these methods of achieving me, which I have personally taught, attain freedom from illusion, and upon reaching my personal abode they perfectly understand the absolute truth. Thus end the purports of the humble servants of His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada to the 11th Canto, 20th Chapter, of the Srimad Bhagavatam, entitled Pure Devotional Service Surpasses Knowledge and Detachment. SB 11.21, Lord Krishna's Explanation of the Vedic Path. 21. Lord Krishna's Explanation of the Vedic Path. SB 11.21 Summary. There are persons who are unfit for all three of the forms of Yoga Karma, Jnana and Bhakti. They are inimical to Lord Krishna, attached to sense gratification, and are dominated by fruitive activities aimed at fulfillment of material desires. This chapter describes their faults in terms of place, time, substance and beneficiary of actions. For those who are perfect in knowledge and devotion to the Lord, there are no materially good qualities or faults. But for a candidate endeavoring on the platform of karma to achieve cessation of material life, execution of regular and special fruitive duties is good and the failure to execute such is evil. That which counteracts sinful reaction is also good for him. For one on the platform of knowledge in the pure mode of goodness and for one on the platform of devotion, the proper actions are, respectively, cultivation of knowledge and practice of devotional service consisting of hearing, chanting and so forth. For both, everything detrimental to their proper actions is bad. But for persons who are not candidates for transcendental advancement or who are not perfected souls, namely those who are completely inimical to spiritual life and are devoted exclusively to fruitive work for fulfillment of lusty desires, there are numerous considerations of purity and impurity and auspiciousness and inauspiciousness. These are to be made in terms of one's body, the place of activity, the time, the objects utilized, the performer, the mantras. Chanted and the particular activity. In actuality, virtue and fault are not absolutes but are relative to one's particular platform of advancement. Remaining fixed in the type of discrimination suitable to one's level of advancement is good, and anything else is bad. This is the basic understanding of virtue and fault. Even among objects belonging to the same category, there are different considerations of their purity or impurity in relation to performance of religious duties, worldly transactions, and the maintenance of one's life. These distinctions are described in various scriptures. The doctrine of Varnasrama codifies precepts of bodily purity and impurity. With respect to place, purity and impurity are distinguished by such facts as the presence of black deer. 
In connection with time, there are distinctions of purity and impurity either in terms of the time itself or in terms of its specific relation with various objects. In connection with physical substances, distinctions of purity and impurity are made in terms of sanctification of objects and words and by such activities as bathing, giving charity, performing austere penances and remembering the Supreme Lord. There are also distinctions of the purity and impurity of the performers of actions. When one's knowledge of mantras is received from the lips of the bona fide spiritual master, one's mantra is considered pure, and one's work is purified by offering it unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead. If the six factors of place, time and so forth are purified, then there is dharma, or virtue, but otherwise there isn't harma, or fault. Ultimately, there is no substantial basis in distinctions of virtue and fault, because they transform according to place, time, beneficiary and so on. In regard to the execution of prescribed duties for sense gratification, the actual intent of all the scriptures is the subduing of materialistic propensities, such as the actual principle of religion that destroys sorrow, confusion and fear and bestows all good fortune. Work performed for sense gratification is not actually beneficial. The descriptions of such fruitive benefits offered in various Phyllis Rudis are actually meant to help one gradually cultivate a taste for the highest benefit. But persons of inferior intelligence take the flowery benedictory verses of the scriptures to be the actual purport of the Vedas. This opinion, however, is never held by those in factual knowledge of the truth of the Vedas. Persons whose minds are agitated by the flowery words of the Vedas have no attraction for hearing topics about Lord Harry. It should be understood that there is no inner purport to the Vedas apart from the original personality of Godhead. The Vedas focus exclusively upon the supreme absolute truth, the personality of Godhead. Because this material world is simply the illusory energy of the Supreme Lord, it is by refuting material existence that one gains disassociation from matter. SB 11.21.1 Text 1 Text Shri Bhagavan Yuvakuya Edin Magpathoheb the Bhaktij Nanakriyatmakan Sadran Kamams Kalay Pranaraju Santasams Arantite Word for Word Meanings Shri Bhagavan Yuvaka, the Supreme Personality of Godhead said, Ye, those who, in, these, Madpatha, means for achieving the, Yevva, giving up, Bhakti, devotional service, Jnana, analytic philosophy, Kriya, regulated work, Atmakan, consisting of, Ksadran, insignificant, common, sense gratification, Kale, by the flickering, Prane, senses, Jusanta, cultivating, Samsaranti, undergo material existence, Te, they, Translation. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, Those who give up these methods for achieving me, which consist of devotional service, analytic philosophy and regulated execution of prescribed duties, and instead, being moved by the material senses, cultivate insignificant sense gratification, certainly undergo the continual cycle of material existence. PURPORT As clearly explained by Lord Krishna in the previous chapters, philosophical analysis and also the performance of prescribed duties are ultimately meant for achieving Krishna consciousness, or pure love of God. Devotional service, based on hearing and chanting the glories of the Lord, directly engages the conditioned soul in the Lord's loving service and thus is the most efficient means of achieving the Lord. All three processes, however, share a common goal, Krishna consciousness. Now the Lord describes those WHO, being completely absorbed in material sense gratification, do not adopt any authorized means to achieve the Lord's mercy. Currently, hundreds of millions of unfortunate human beings fit squarely into this category and, as described here, perpetually suffer the bondage of material existence. SB 11.21.2 Text 2 Text Word for word meanings. Svesva, each in his own, advikar, position, yeah, such, nistha, steadiness, sah, this, guna, piety, parakurdita, is declared to be, viparaya, the opposite, to, indeed, dasa, impiety, sayat, is, abhaya, of the two, esa, this, niskaya, the definite conclusion. Translation. Steadiness in one's own position is declared to be actual piety, whereas deviation from one's position is considered impiety. In this way the two are definitely ascertained. PURPORT 
In the previous verse Lord Krishna explained that the path of spiritual progress begins with working without fruitive desires, advances to the stage of realized spiritual knowledge, and culminates in direct engagement in the devotional service of the Lord. Here the Lord emphasizes that a conditioned soul should not artificially disrupt the natural evolution of his Krishna consciousness by deviating from those duties prescribed by the Lord himself. In the lower stages of human life one is entangled in false identification with the gross material body and desires to execute material fruitive activities based on society, friendship and love. When such materialistic activities are offered in sacrifice to the Supreme Lord, one becomes situated in Karma Yoga. By regulated sacrifice one gradually gives up the gross bodily concept of life and advances to the stage of realization of spiritual knowledge, whereby one understands oneself to be an eternal spirit soul completely different from the material body and mind. Feeling relief from the pangs of materialism one becomes very attached to one's spiritual knowledge, and thus one is situated in the stage of Jnana Yoga. As the candidate further advances on the spiritual path, he understands himself to be part and parcel of the Supreme Soul, the Personality of Godhead, Lord Krishna. He then sees that his conditional life as well as his spiritual knowledge was obtained from the Personality of Godhead, who awards the results of all types of activities, both pious and sinful. By directly engaging in the loving service of the Supreme Lord and understanding oneself to be the Lord's eternal servant, one's attachment evolves into pure love of Godhead. Thus one first gives up the lower stage of attachment to the material body and then subsequently gives up attachment to cultivation of spiritual knowledge. This relieves one of material life. Finally one recognizes the Lord himself as the resting place of one's eternal love and fully surrenders to God in full Krishna consciousness. Lord Krishna explains in this verse that one who is still attached to the material body and mind cannot artificially give up the prescribed duties of karma yoga. In the same way, one who is a spiritual neophyte, just beginning to realize the illusion of material life, should not artificially try to think of the Lord's intimate pastimes 24 hours a day, imitating the stage of Pramad Bhakti. Rather, he should cultivate analytic knowledge of the material world, by which one gives up attachment to the material body and mind. In Srimad Bhagavatam we find many analytic descriptions of the material world, and they can free the conditioned soul from false identification with matter. One who has achieved the perfect stage of love of Godhead, however, being freed from all gross and subtle attachments to the material world, may give up the lower stages of Karma Yoga and Jnana Yoga and engage directly in the Lord's loving service. In Chapter 19, Verse 45, Lord Krishna states, Guna dosa drasir dasa One should not see material good and evil within a devotee of the Lord. Indeed, one becomes pious by giving up such mundane conceptions. Srila Visvanathakakravarti Thakura points out that occasionally a neophyte devotee may be polluted by association with those enthusiastically executing fruitive activities and mental speculation. Such a devotee's religious activities may be affected by mundane tendencies. Similarly, an ordinary person who observes the exalted status of a pure devotee sometimes externally imitates the devotee's activities, considering himself to be on the same exalted platform of pure devotional service. These imperfect practitioners of Bhakti Yoga are not exempt from criticism, since their fruitive activities, mental speculation and false prestige are material intrusions in the pure loving service of the Lord. A pure devotee engaged exclusively in the Lord's service should not be criticized, but a devotee whose devotional service is mixed with material qualities may be corrected, so that he can rise to the platform of pure devotional service. Innocent persons should not be misled by the mixed devotional service of those not engaged exclusively in the Bhakti Yoga system, but those unable to fully engage in Krishna consciousness should nevertheless not give up their regular prescribed duties, declaring them to be illusion. For example, one unable to fully engage in pure Krishna consciousness should not give up his family, considering it an illusion, for by doing so he will fall into illicit sex life. Material piety and analytic knowledge of the material world must therefore be cultivated until one comes to the stage of directly practicing Krishna consciousness. SB 11.21.3 Text 3 Text 
Sudhya Sudhya Vidhya Eat Salmon S. Bapis Vastusu Dravayasaya Visakit Sartham Guna Dosasabhasabhadarmartham Vyavahartham Yachartham Iti Kanaga. Word for word meanings. Sudhya, purity, asudhya, and impurity, Vidhya Eat, are established, Samanisu, of the same category, Api, indeed, Vastusu, among objects, Dravayasaya, of a particular object, Visakitsa, evaluation, Artham, for the purpose of, Guna Dosa, good and bad qualities, Sabasabha, auspicious and inauspicious, Dharma Artham, for the purpose of religious activities, Vyavatara Artham, for the purpose of ordinary dealings, Yatra Artham, for one's physical survival, Iti, thus, Kath, also, Anaga, O Sinless One. Translation. O Sinless Uttava, in order to understand what is proper in life one must evaluate a given object within its particular category. Thus, in analyzing religious principles one must consider purity and impurity. Similarly, in one's ordinary dealings one must distinguish between good and bad, and to ensure one's physical survival one must recognize that which is auspicious and inauspicious. PURPORT In religious activities, ordinary dealings and personal survival one cannot avoid value judgments. Morality and religion are perennial necessities in civilized society, therefore distinctions between purity and impurity, piety and impiety, morality and immorality must somehow be ascertained. Similarly, in our ordinary, worldly activities we distinguish between palatable and tasteless food, good and bad business, high-class and low-class residences, good and bad friends, and so forth. And to ensure our physical health and survival, we must constantly distinguish between what is safe and unsafe, healthy and unhealthy, profitable and unprofitable. Even a learned person must constantly distinguish between good and bad within the material world, but at the same time he must understand the transcendental position of Krishna consciousness. Despite one's careful calculation of that which is materially healthy and unhealthy, the physical body will collapse and die. Despite careful scrutiny of the socially favorable and unfavorable, one's entire social milieu will vanish with the passing of time. In the same way, great religions arise and disappear in the course of history. Thus mere religiosity, social and financial expertise or physical fitness cannot award the actual perfection of life. There is a transcendental good beyond the relative good of the material world. Any sane person accepts the practical and immediate necessity of material discrimination, yet one must come ultimately to the transcendental stage of Krishna consciousness, where life is eternal, full of bliss and knowledge. Lord Krishna, in his elaborate teachings to Sri Uttava, is gradually clarifying the transcendental position of Krishna consciousness beyond the endless variety of material good and evil. SB 11.21.4 Text 4 Text Darsito Yanmayakaro Dharma Madvatatam Duram. Word for word meanings. Darsita, revealed, am, this, Maya, by me, Akira, way of life, Dharmam, religious principles, Advatatam, for those who are bearing, Duram, the burden. Translation. I have revealed this way of life for those bearing the burden of mundane religious principles. Purport. Ordinary religious principles prescribing innumerable rules, regulations and prohibitions, are undoubtedly a great burden for those bereft of Krishna consciousness. In the first canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, 1.1.11, it is stated, There are countless religious scriptures in the world prescribing countless religious duties. The authorized scriptures are those spoken by the Lord himself or his representatives, as stated in this verse. In the last chapter of Bhagavad Gita, 18.66, Lord Krishna states, Sarva Dharman Paratyajaya Man Ekam Saranam Vraja, left square bracket BG 18.66 right square bracket one should give up the troublesome burden of mundane piety and directly take to the loving service of the Lord, in which everything is simplified. Lord Krishna also states in Bhagavad Gita, 9.2, Susakham Kardamavayam, the Bhakti Yoga process, which depends completely upon the mercy of the Lord, is very joyful and easily performed. Similarly, Lakana Dasafakura sings, Paramapiruna, Patandujana, Nitagura Kandra Sabhavadra, Sarasaramani, Kamala Anandakanda. Shri Ketanaya Mahaprabhu, who is Lord Krishna himself, appeared 500 years ago to distribute the sublime method of chanting the holy names of the Lord. 
In this way, rather than bearing the burden of artificial austerity, one can directly take to the Lord's service, cleansing one's heart and immediately experiencing transcendental bliss. Those who have taken to Ketaniya Mahaprabhu's movement follow four basic principles, no illicit sex, no eating of meat, fish or eggs, no intoxication and no gambling. They rise early in the morning, chant Hare Krishna and spend the day happily engaged in the Lord's service. Those who follow the ritualistic Karmakanda section of the Vedas, however, are burdened with innumerable regulations, rituals and ceremonies, which must be personally performed by the worshippers or performed on their behalf by qualified Brahmanas. At any moment there is danger of discrepancy resulting in the total loss of their accumulated piety. Similarly, those on the philosophical path must painstakingly define, refine and adjust philosophical categories, a process that generally ends in confusion and hopelessness. The practitioners of mystic yoga undergo grueling penances, subjecting themselves to severe heat and cold, near starvation and so on. All such materialistic persons have personal desires to fulfill, whereas the devotees of the Lord, who desire the Lord's pleasure, simply depend upon the Lord's mercy and go back home, back to Godhead. In the previous verse the Lord mentioned that in the material world there are endless distinctions and value judgments to be made in the course of one's life. A devotee, however, sees Krishna within everything and everything within Krishna, remaining humble, simple and blissful in the Lord's service. He does not perform elaborate religious ceremonies, nor does he become antisocial or immoral. The devotee simply chants the holy name of Krishna and easily achieves the highest perfection of life. Ordinary persons endeavor for bodily maintenance, but a devotee is automatically maintained by the Lord's mercy. A devotee's ordinary dealings and religious activities are also all dedicated to the personality of Godhead, thus. There is nothing but Krishna in a devotee's life. Krishna gives all protection and maintenance, and the devotee gives everything to Krishna. This natural liberated situation is called Krishna consciousness. It is the ultimate absolute good, as explained by the Lord throughout this canto. SB 11.21.5 Text 5 Text Bhumiyam vaniyanilakas abudinam pankadatam vahabramas favoratinam sarara Word for word meanings. Bhumi, earth, ambu, water, ani, fire, anila, air, akasah, sky or ether, butanum, of all conditioned souls, panka, the five, datamah. Basic elements, of, Brahma from Lord Brahma, svamaradinam, down to the non-moving creatures, sararah, used for the construction of the material bodies, atma, to the supreme soul, samayutah, equally related. Translation. Earth, water, fire, air and ether are the five basic elements that constitute the bodies of all conditioned souls, from Lord Brahma himself down to the non-moving creatures. These elements all emanate from the one personality of Godhead. PURPORT All material bodies are composed of different proportions of the same five gross elements, which emanate from the one personality of Godhead and cover the living entities, who are all in the Jiva category. The concepts of good and bad depend on the choice of the Supreme Lord and not on inherent qualitative differences in material objects. A Krishna conscious person ultimately sees all material phenomena as one. The devotee's good behavior, intelligent discrimination and artistic sense within the material world are all based on the will of God. The material elements, being emanations from the Supreme Lord, are ultimately all non-different. However, advocates of mundane piety fear that, if the material duality of good and bad is minimized, people will become immoral or anarchistic. Certainly the impersonal and atheistic philosophy preached by modern scientists, in which material variety is reduced to mere mathematical descriptions of molecular and atomic particles, leads to immoral society. Although both material science and Vedic knowledge uncover the illusion of material variety and reveal the ultimate oneness of all material energy, only the devotees of Lord Krishna are surrendered to the supreme absolute piety of God's will. Thus they always act for the benefit of all living entities, accepting material variety in the Lord's service, according to the Lord's desire. Without Krishna consciousness, or God consciousness, People cannot understand the absolute position of spiritual goodness, instead they artificially try to construct a civilization based on interdependent self-interest on the material platform. Such a foolish arrangement easily collapses, as evidenced by widespread social conflict and chaos in the modern age. 
All members of a civilized society must accept the absolute authority of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and then social peace and harmony will not rest on the flimsy relative platform of mundane piety and sin. SB 11.21.6 Text 6 Text Vedina Namarupani Visamani Samas Vapidav Sadhava Kalpayanta Edisansvarthasinhe Word for Word Meanings Vedina, by Vedic literature, Nama, names, Rupani, and forms, Visamani. Different, Samisu, which are equal, Api, indeed, Datusu, in, material bodies composed of, the five elements, Adhava, my dear Adhava, Kalpind, are conceived of, Inism, of them, the living entities, Svavartha, of self-interest, Sinhe, for the achievement. Translation my dear Adhava, although all material bodies are composed of the same five elements and are thus equal, the Vedic literatures conceive of different names and forms in relation to such bodies so that the living entities may achieve their goal of life. PURPORT The words Namarupani Visamani refer to the system of Dharma, in which members of human society are designated according to four social and four occupational divisions. Those dedicated to intellectual or religious perfection are called Brahmanas, those dedicated to political perfection are called Ksatriyas, those dedicated to financial perfection are called Vaisyas, and those dedicated to eating, sleeping, sex and honest work are called Sudras. Such propensities arise from the three modes of material nature, goodness, passion and ignorance, because the pure soul is not materially intellectual, ambitious for power, enterprising or servile. Rather, the pure soul is always absorbed in loving devotion to the Supreme Lord. If the various propensities of a conditioned soul are not engaged in the Varnasrama system, they will certainly be misused, and thus that person will fall down from the standard of human life. The Vedic system is designed by the Lord, so that conditioned souls may pursue their individual achievements and at the same time advance toward the ultimate goal of life, Krishna Consciousness. Just as a doctor deals with a crazy man by speaking to him sympathetically in terms of his false conception of life, one who understands the Vedic literature engages the living entities according to their illusory identification with the elements of matter. Although all material bodies are composed of the same material elements and are thus qualitatively identical, as described here by the word Samisu, the Vedic social system, Varnasrama, is created to engage all human beings in Krishna consciousness according to their various degrees of material identification. The Absolute Good is the Supreme Lord Himself, and that which approaches the Supreme Lord becomes similarly good. Because the sun is the source of heat within this world, an object that approaches the sun becomes hotter and hotter, until it merges into fire. In the same manner, as we approach the transcendental nature of the Personality of Godhead, we automatically become surcharged with absolute goodness. Although this knowledge is the real basis of the Vedic literature, mundane piety is enjoined and sin is prohibited, so that one can gradually come to the platform of material goodness, whereupon spiritual knowledge becomes visible. SB 11.21.7 Text 7 Text Desakalati bhavanam vastunam wamasadam aguna dosavidhyayatmiyam artham hai karmanam Word for word meanings Desa, of space, kala, time, adi, and so on, bhavanam, of such states of existence, vastunam, of things, mama, by me, satama, almost saintly adhava, guna dosa, piety and sin, vidhyayat, are established, miyam artham, for the restriction, high, certainly, karmanam, of fruitive activities. Translation O saintly Adhava, in order to restrict materialistic activities, I have established that which is proper and improper among all material things, including time, space and all physical objects. PURPORT The word Miyamartham in order to restrict, is significant in this verse. A conditioned soul falsely identifies with his material senses and thus considers anything giving immediate satisfaction to the body to be good and anything inconvenient or disturbing to be bad. By higher intelligence, however, one recognizes long-term self-interest and danger. For example, medicine may be immediately bitter, but by calculating one's long-term interest one accepts the bitter medicine to cure a disease that is not immediately troublesome but ultimately fatal. Similarly, Vedic literature restricts the sinful propensities of human beings by establishing what is proper and what is improper among all the objects and activities of the material world. 
because everyone must eat, the Vedas prescribe foods in the mode of goodness and not those which are sinful, such as meat, fish and eggs. Similarly, one is advised to live in a peaceful and pious community and not in association with sinful persons, nor in an unclean or turbulent environment. By designating and restricting the exploitation of the material world, Vedic knowledge gradually brings a conditioned soul to the platform of material goodness. At that stage one becomes eligible to serve the Supreme Personality of Godhead and enter the transcendental stage of life. It should be remembered that such mere eligibility does not constitute actual qualification, without Krishna consciousness mere mundane piety can never qualify a conditioned soul to go back home.